Hello, I'm John Tuttle III, guest on Odyssey Geek. Due to the intensity of a few conversations in today's episode, I'd like to encourage parents to preview this episode first or to listen with your kids. And as always, we hope you'll discuss the topics brought up in this episode with your family. everybody happy new year welcome to a new episode of odyssey geek this is episode number 27 and going with the new trend there's something else new in this podcast there is a new guest host and that host is john Tuttle the third welcome to the show john greetings and salutations yeah it's good to have you here we're talking about doing this for a while and i'm glad we're finally able to make it work oh yeah for those that aren't aware john is a couple different odyssey related things out there you want to talk about this sure so i started i've been listening to odyssey for a long time and my first delving into the fandom was listening to the aio wiki podcast nice and then towards the end of 2020 i joined a discord server about adventures in odyssey and through that i got to know the people who did the adventures into odyssey podcast so that was the first podcast i was on after that i was able to join in a couple of michael's huge huge group reactions to different episodes more recently last summer uh jace mouse from adventures in uh, adventures in opinions asked me to be his co-host and so we've done a few episodes of his podcast and then i've also written some adventures in odyssey satire that <laughs> crazily enough got like noticed by the some of the writers of the babylon b good stuff good articles some of those are really really awesome i may have to go back and see which article i think is uh, my favorite and link it in the podcast notes later and another thing that people can hear you in is a Christmas audio drama that I put together last year called The Innkeeper's Son. You star in that along with uh, Dominic Trice. Yeah, that was a ton of fun to be in. It's the first released voice acting that I've ever done. And it was cool to do that with Dominic because we met at Sonicon 2021 and basically hung out for the whole conference then got to act alongside each other for the innkeeper's son yeah so that kind of the camaraderie was already there when you're acting yeah yeah and just so you all know because i'm gonna be talking about this because this is releasing in 2023 we're recording this in 2022 hopefully at the time of this recording john's second audio drama acting role will be out from the audio drama alliance so if that's out already i'll link it in the podcast notes as well future austin here it's called senior sawyer and it released in december 2022 go check it out in the podcast notes all right so today we are going to be talking about a very small part of a handful of episodes of odyssey but something that is very memorable and is also a little controversial as we'll talk about today and that is parental warnings so when we hear an episode, we hear Paul McCusker, Dave Arnold, Chris, Al Jansen, whoever it is, kids get your parents or parents preview this episode. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So before we talk about this in more in depth, in your opinion, John, what is the definition of a parental warning on Odyssey? And what does it mean to you when you hear that? My definition would just be like 
a warning for children that alerts them that the intensity is increased in comparison to other episodes and then something that tells them to either have their parents listen first or to listen along with their children. So when you hear that warning, I'm sure you're probably like probably like me that when we hear that it's like, "Yes, this is going to be a really good episode." <laughs> oh yeah. As a kid, like my parents knew about Odyssey and like Odyssey albums, but they didn't usually listen with us, so it was always like you'd hear that and uh think, "Oh, I- I'm a little rebellious not getting my parents." <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it's kind of funny because um, I know for folks on Family Radio Theater for Father Gilbert, um, I know on a couple of those, I think on the packaging for it, it says like, I think 15 and up Yeah, on that. And I was like probably me like 11 or 12 or something like that when I first heard some of those. Yeah, some of those are really intense, like the Grey Lady. Yeah, and it gets more intense than Odyssey in some cases, but Odyssey can get pretty intense too, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and get this discussion started. Before we start out with our main topic, which is episodes of Odyssey that we think should have parental warnings but don't. There's quite a few episodes with parental warnings. There's certain episodes that have certain themes or certain scenes and things like that that might be too intense for kids. And some are kind of like no-brainers and some are ones that people might have differing opinions on. But before we go into that... Is there a favorite episode that you have that has a parental warning on it? Mine would probably be Exit because it's like one of the coolest <laughs> episodes of Odyssey where they finally take down Novacom. But one of like the more memorable ones is that I remember listening to is The Mysterious Stranger. Oh, yeah. I remember listening to that one as a kid. And when Steven, I think, is like screaming after being like stabbed with a needle, that part really scared me as a kid. The parental warning was definitely warranted on that one. Yeah. I think that's one of the first parental warnings I remember hearing. I'm sure I probably heard some other episodes after that. But yeah, I remember having a cassette tape album for that and hearing that. But I think that one I listened to the first time with my family and maybe some other friends at the same time in the car or something. Some episodes had parental warnings on it later or like in text form or something like that. So like episodes, like a name, not a number, I don't think had a parental warning on it. But I think sometime after that, some places had in text or something like that. Maybe I don't remember it. I don't know. I don't know if when it first was broadcast, if Exit had a parental warning. But I know like in the official guide, I think it, it denotes some episodes of the Novacom saga that has parental warnings, even though it's not heard on there. Which Exit, I think, is pra- actually one of the more milder uh, episodes of Novacom. I would agree with that. But probably my favorite episode that has a parental warning... I probably say probably either it's not my favorite. I would think I'll probably say it's I think the best episode that and the episode that warrants a parental warning the most is the Black Veil. Oh yeah, that one scared me so much. <laughs> I talked about it on my uh, when Christopher Green was on the show talking about Novacom. I talked about how listening to that first episode by myself, I was downstairs. And me in the living room, my sister was asleep on the couch, and my parents were upstairs. Part of the episode, I think part one or part two, just really scared me. I did not want to stay down there, but I didn't want to go upstairs. But yeah, that episode is one of the times that Odyssey really, really stretches that for kids tag there. (laughs) Eight to (laughs) twelve. Yeah, yeah. So we have a list of five episodes each that we think needed printer warnings but didn't have them this isn't a ranked list i know i do a lot of those on the podcast but this one's a little bit more difficult of a list to make as a ranked list so we'll just start with the first ones on our list and talk about them and why we think they should have had printer warnings on them so 
John, since you're new to the podcast, why don't you go first? Okay. I listed mine just by the order of uh, when they were made on the show. So the first one is episode number 10, Nothing to Fear. Oh, wow. Which is the episode where Shirley Ziegler is afraid of everything. And then Jake, the little boy, tries to teach her a lesson by scaring her in the basement of Wit's End. And there's the one scene where she's like having a bad dream and there's Hal Smith yes. doing the voice of a giant rat while she's in her bedroom. Luther, I think his name yep. is. <laughs> Somewhat ironic because the episode is supposed to be about uh, casting out fear with God's perfect love. But I think it would be possible that the episode could have the opposite effect on certain young children especially at nighttime. Yeah, that one that one was my honorable mentions. That one I can't remember when I first heard the episode, but yeah, that seems pretty scary. Plus also when they're in the basement, you yeah, have the box falling falling over, like the rumbling pipes, the scary clown. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh not as scary later, but I think it's funnier in uh your honest opinion, please, where Wooten has that dream about the clown picture that penny had made and oh that that scene is so hilarious but not so much and nothing to fear yeah <laughs> so the first one i have on my list is the martyr and the rooster okay so this episode uh jared de pasquale's music on it has this kind of this certain vibe to it it's cold and i just feeling kind of like this kind of a darkness to it um it doesn't have very many cheery moments in it we have, you know, we have a prison riot. We have someone getting killed. Someone, I think, about to get beat up. And I think also, too, we have uh, Cooper, who is a teenager, and uh, Wilson talking to him about it. It feels like it's a story that maybe, well, no, I guess we and Jack have told some other stories that are probably about that intense, too. But that's one episode I kind of felt like, yeah, this one seemed like it should have needed a parental warning on it because it, it does get pretty intense. Yeah, even the name implies... <laughs> someone getting killed for their yeah. faith so yeah I and mean, it's a good episode i i like i like the ending the twist that you know wilson was and there was was really cool but yeah that episode i think just needed to print a warning on it to i mean yeah people look at the title and probably guess that but it's also kind of uh because you have the martyr and the rooster it's two different things one seems a lot more of a, a dark nature and a rooster seems like something that's more you know happy or something like that or funny yeah i think that's one that probably should have gotten one all right so what's your next one uh my next episode is episode number 241 forever amen which is about when danny schmidt uh his mom is pregnant and then he wishes that his little sister dies and then she loses the pregnancy and the baby dies and then he thinks he's guilty of killing the baby so huh. I think that episode needed a parental warning because little kids listen to the episode and then it involves the sibling dying and then the kid thinking he's guilty of killing the kid. So definitely a heavier topic. Yeah, I I don't think I ever thought about that. I, I know the episode, it is very deep. It's it's one of Phil Aller's best episodes and one that still makes me cry to this day. But yeah, that, that is really interesting. It's not to the point like a... Kind of like how Pamela has a problem. I know that one has a parental warning, on, parental warning on it later when they re-released it. But yeah, that episode is pretty heavy. Not just for kids, but I think also for adults too. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really good episode. Yeah, it's a, it's a very beautiful episode. And 
probably the only good episode with Danny Schmidt in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not the best character in my opinion. <laughs> All right, so next one on my list is Voice of Freedom, both parts, but I think possibly more maybe part one. And this one is very similar to The Martyr and the Rooster. We had the same kind of style music to a certain extent from Jerry DePasquale. You have this basically North Korea. They don't say it's that, but it's basically like that area there. You hear of this guy, I can't remember his name, Ching Ho, something like that. Him being part of these guards and part of this force that's trying to get dissenters or Christians. And you hear raids. And probably the most intense part, too, is later, I think his, his friend is at a prison camp and he's a guard there. And he's trying to hear about the Bible from him in small doses as sure as they can. They're both in a closet and they're talking and someone comes to the door and his friend says, because he doesn't want his, his, the guard, his friend to get in trouble. So he told them to beat him. So it'll look like he was just, you know, punishing him. And he actually does it. And like, oh, that is, that's intense there. Like, that's really brutal. Yeah. And I think it happens in part one, but it kind of gets that feeling too, and that suspense factor, like, will he get caught? Very, very tense, very suspenseful in the in part two. The artwork for the episode kind of gives it away. Yeah, those two episodes are ones that are pretty dark and have some really intense moments that, yeah, like, yeah. I mentioned this to one of my other guest hosts about how episodes printed warnings aren't as plentiful now, and I mentioned, like, Voice of Freedom... And he mentioned that, like, maybe episodes that don't necessarily take place in present day don't feel like they're, like, they feel a little bit disjointed. Like, if it's a historical episode or something like that, it doesn't feel maybe quite as real, maybe, or as, uh, as current, I guess. Which, I mean, it's kind of like that with the situation. It's not necessarily a real story, but it's something that's, you know, still happening today. But still, I think with the things happening in this episode, yeah, I think Focus on Family probably should have done a parental warning on that one yeah that makes sense and they also talk about torturing them too i think mm -hmm. about the prisoners being tortured yeah christians being persecuted is definitely a topic that can get really heavy really fast yeah all right so what's the third one on your list my third episode uh coincidentally enough is another danny schmidt episode which is afraid not Ooh. episode number 261 huh. where danny schmidt is going to school every morning and a girl in the woods is confronting him and beating him up and this episode isn't as intense as some of the other episodes but there are like two scenes where they repeatedly do the exact same uh thing where they try to scare scare you and make danny think that he's being attacked again and then both times it turns out to just be mr whitaker but they have a lot of scary sound effects in the music. Well, one of them was Rusty Gordon, right? Yeah, he he's in the woods, and then Wit is also there. Okay. Well, actually, yeah, that actually is another good Danny Schmidt episode. I think not as good as Forever Amen, but yeah, that one. Yeah, I think that one does handle uh, the fear factor, I guess, a little bit better than uh, Nothing to Fear. It's more of like a you're imagining what's not there, where with nothing to fear it's like you hear in this giant mouse or whatever here and all these scary things happening but with this it's just like footsteps and like some scary music and you know danny being afraid i think they balance balance a lot better since that other episode you mentioned yeah yeah good choice i, I would don't think i would have thought of that one what is your third episode all right so mine is the christmas bells okay 
That's a good episode. It is. It's a very good episode. I still have a problem with the ending, but it's a very dark episode. It's some people I know, I think I remember when it first came out, someone said that, you know, this episode is so depressing or so very dark and all that. And, you know, the word Christmas in it, you think think it'll probably be a lot more cheery or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, his I think his first wife dies. I think one of his children dies. And then probably the most intense is his wife, her clothes catch on fire and he's trying to put them out and she's just screaming and like whoa this thing does not have a parental warning on it like someone burning up is does not get a parental warning on it on odyssey that's just wow that kind of boggles my mind thinking about it now yeah yeah like if that isn't intense i don't know what is (laughs) my fourth episode is episode 445 which is no boundaries oh yeah alex jefferson doesn't like that his parents are putting rules on him so Mr. Whitaker puts him in the room of consequence to find out what life would be like without any rules. And it all culminates when he kills his best friend in a car accident. And he's laying in bed with a broken leg and screaming, no, no, let me out, let me out. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy episode. Yeah, I I remember listening to that episode and it was, I don't think it scared me as as much. There's another episode I'll mention in my honorable mentions from the album that I think is, is not scary or being scarier. But yeah, that's really intense. I do like when Odyssey does go more than just like the normal, you know, slice of life kind of, you know, everything's wrapped up in a bow at the end. There is like, you know, the culmination of, you know, Alex finally learning his lesson, but it's learned in a very, very hard way. And that that is really intense. That's like... Wow, yeah. That's probably the most intense room of consequence adventure ever. Yeah, it's... it's uh, Like, the episode Karen had a parental warning, and she just dies. And that episode is... It's it's really sad, but it's like... You know it's coming. It's just your best friend dying, not you killing your best friend. Yeah, like, I, I think, you know, uh, No Boundaries is a lot, uh, a lot more intense than, you know, in Gloobers with the Gloobers shooting at them. Yeah. Yeah, good, good choice, good choice. So my next one is a six-parter that just came out, 28 Hours, album 73. I don't know how... I know there's some episodes that are a little, little more mild than others, but man, this thing was intense. There's some intense moments just as much as, like, Novacom to a certain extent. Like, we have the first episode, we have Jason uh, getting hit in a car accident, which is very intense. We get Jason's brain hacked, basically. Yeah. That's super creepy. And then we have a bomb in a hospital with people trying to evacuate. How did not any of those episodes get a parental warning for crying out loud, people? That is... Wow. Like, I I like the story. It's just like... I don't know if I'd want really young kids listening to this. Yeah, I know. It's really well written, but very intense i think at this point at this point the episodes episodes have aired on the radio so maybe if they get feedback from parents or different people they might do one later but it wouldn't be that hard to just you know put at the beginning of the first episode in the club or the cd album or put it on the back of the album or something like that it's a great story but very intense and i think definitely needs a parental warning on it yeah my fifth episode is coincidentally enough Episode 951, Final Minutes. So a lot of the same stuff you mentioned where they're they're all in a hospital trying to defuse this bomb that's about to go off. Jason is on the table with his head 
brain out and they're trying to take out this little chip in his brain and then the guy comes in and holds him all at gunpoint in the surgery room and it's very intense i like it but yeah and dr graham stabs a guy with a needle yeah with the syringe of whatever it was <laughs> some kind of sleep concoction or sedative or something i think it was anesthesia but yeah still like I mean, it's one thing just getting a regular shot. I mean, you kind of hear that in The Mysterious Stranger. You mentioned that. But with this, he just goes, you know, whack. And then, like, wow, that's intense. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember hearing someone's review of uh, that episode. And they weren't quite sure, like, what she what they, what they she stabbed him with. <laughs> it's like, that could be kind of uh, intense there for a little bit before you know what she actually did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unspecified sharp object. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they say pretty quickly what it is, so there's not much time to imagine the worst, I guess. So my last one on my list is In a Sense Scorched Land. And this is a two-parter that Kathy Buchanan wrote. It's about uh, Joseph Calhoun when he still lived in Africa. And it's a really good story, but it's also probably the most sad and intense and kids in danger than probably any Odyssey episode because you have their village being attacked. I think it basically burned to the ground. You have one kid die on the way to the refugee camp. I find out that they're going to be child soldiers. That's a lot of intense stuff there. And also we have uh, Matthew talking about his grandma, about her having cancer. It's a very tough episode. I mean, it's a good episode. But at the same time, too... I'm not sure if you've heard any of uh, Jabota Bridge from Rivercross. I have not. I've heard about it, though. Okay. They played a clip of it at Sonicon during one of the live ATC episodes. But Kathy Buchanan wrote those episodes, too, which goes in much more detail about what kids in those situations go through, what they're forced to do. And those episodes, if they were for Odyssey, definitely would need parental warnings on it. They're, they're tough to listen to. This one, it's much more, I guess toned down but even with it toned down the implications of it are very are very intense yeah all that child soldier stuff is very intense for children to listen to and imagine themselves in that situation yeah so were there any uh didn't quite make the list or some honorable mentions yeah i have two so the first one is welcome home mr blackard oh it's not too bad there's just one scene where uh, he's be he's dreaming, and they're the whole town is yelling at him, and then they tar and feather him, which is not portrayed as serious as it would be in real life, but it's still kind of it's kind of played for laughs, but it also could be very intense if you're younger. Yeah, I've actually listened to that episode quite a bit recently, and yeah, that one it has that kind of feeling that yeah, this doesn't it's not quite real. You kind of know it's kind of exaggerated to a certain extent. But yeah, it is It is a little bit creepy. Yeah, and then the other one, this one probably should have been on my actual list, but uh, it's Never for Nothing, oh, which is yeah. where you hear uh, Lucia's friend Esperanza when they're little kids. She falls to her death from the while she's climbing a tree. Yeah, that's a good episode, too. Yeah, it is. I wonder if they'll ever do anything with the, the implied... Like, they suggested that there would be, like, Juan and Abuelita would, like, kind of meet after that episode or something, but that'd be interesting. Yeah, that would be cool to have something like that happen. And we have an episode kind of like that with um, Showdown in San Poco. Have you heard that episode? I have not. I have to catch up on the club episodes. 
Okay, I won't spoil it for you then, but she is in that episode. Okay. Some of my honorable mentions were Waylaid in the Windy City. Yep. Connie gets kidnapped. We have, you know, Richard Maxwell basically about to shoot Blacker. <laughs> With a squirt gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny after the fact. Yeah. But that's like, wow. But when he's actually about to do it, it's it's really crazy. Yeah. Plus, there's a clown in it, so that's creepy for some people. Pinky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that scene is hilarious. Take off those ridiculous clown shoes. <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Blackard episodes are always intense. Yeah, oh, and I forgot, too, with uh, Gregory. I didn't catch on much of it when I was a kid, but basically he tells uh, Pinky to go and kill the guy. And I did not catch on to that for a long time, like reading in between the lines there. Like, ooh, wow, that's dark. Poor Gregory. Yeah. Which he kind of does the same thing in A Name Not a Number uh, with, uh, what's his name? Mufasta or something? From Red Scorpion? Yeah. In the car? That one's, I think, even more intense because you have him being dragged out screaming and he tells, uh, I can't remember the driver's name, to make it look like an accident. It's a lot less uh, vague. Another one I had would be the Rydell Revelations for multiple reasons. Yeah. <laughs> one, we have kidnapping. We have uh, Emily and Suzu in danger. We have Mrs. Mado who's threatening them with a gun. That scene with uh, in the waterworks is kind of intense as well. And also the unfortunately theologically divisive uh, messages in it. Like we get parental warnings on the Olivia arc, but we don't get it on that. Yeah. Yeah, the Rydell can get messy when you read into stuff or take the implications of what happens in the episodes. Yeah. And also to uh, Unsinkable, especially part two where the ship is sinking and you have the people screaming and calling for help and, you know, people in danger. It's probably more sanitized than it would have been in real life, but still, it's a very dark and very sad and somber time there. And also, too, I think, uh, I can't remember what his name is, but the, the cabin boy or something that's, he's, like, out there shivering. He's, like, just hanging on for dear life, and, and his father comes talk to him. I mean, that's a really, really good scene, but a lot of heavy things happen in that episode. An episode that was also in uh, the same album as No Boundaries is Two Roads. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of the split episodes where we actually have a scene of both of them in hell and Satan or a demon talking to them. Whoa, that didn't get a parental warning on it. I mean, that episode did scare me as a kid. I would, I would listen to like uh, the lying tale and then I would stop listening to it because that last part scared me. Yeah, it's quite the interesting episode. Oh, and I just thought of this now too. Pilgrim's Progress Revisited is very intense. And they have a scene where they actually are walking through, like, flames and hearing, I guess, demons. And you have to fight with the polyon and the dragon. That's really scary. I remember I, remember I was playing it, uh, the story at one point, and I was driving the car. My my mom and a, a kid, we were babysitting. Uh, he, I think he, it kind of scared him a little bit. He didn't say much, but I think the look on his face was kind of, <laughs> kind of, he was, I think he was kind of frightened a little bit. So, yeah, that episode, both parts, I think, probably do need that, the parental warning on them. Yeah. And one thing I've noticed, there have been a lot fewer episodes with parental warnings on them, but there have been quite a few episodes that need parental warnings, I think, in more recent years, but we've had very few episodes with parental warnings. So within the past, I think, three to five years, we had One More Name, Parts 1, 2, and 3, Icky and Cat and Balty and Bones, A Sacrificial Escape, and then a couple episodes in the Olivia arc. And one that kind of doesn't make sense to me is Makes No Mistake. The Snow, the Blizzard series. Mm -hmm. You've heard that, right? Yeah. Okay. 
So in the fourth part in that one, Jules gets hurt and she has a very life-threatening injury. And when I heard that, like, okay, why is there a parental warning on this one? Like, I know it's a kid in danger that got hurt really bad. But we also had other episodes, like like you mentioned, Never for Nothing or like In a Sun's Torch Land, which are very intense as well. And we don't get anything on it. So I'm wondering if the criteria for what constitutes a parental warning for Odyssey now is different than it was, you know, near the beginning of the show. I'm wondering if maybe maybe kids are a lot more desensitized to things like that happening, seeing that in so many other places like movies, TV, video games, or even the news itself. So I don't know if there's certain elements in a story that kind of triggers that, like, hey, maybe we need this. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I'm not sure if... Because it, it definitely seems like it's not always applied equally because you could compare certain episodes that are much more intense to ones that don't have a parental warning to other ones that are less intense but do have a parental warning so maybe it depends on like who the executive director at the time is or i don't know well i'm not i'm not criticizing odyssey for not having parental warnings on some and not others i mean some episodes i think really need it and might be a good idea to do it But at the same time, too, with anything, I know this has kind of come across in recent years, Odyssey shouldn't be used as a babysitter. And I agree with that to a certain extent, because even if it's something that you do trust, but if there's new content and stuff that you haven't heard, there may be episodes that may be fine for other kids, but may not be fine for your kids. Like certain, if your kid has had, you know, certain experiences with, you know, deaths in the family or trauma or something like that, certain episodes might trigger some things more than others. So I think it is important to have parents preview the episodes, research what their kids are going to be listening to. And I do like how, like, in the new club, parents can set it where if they want to like block certain episodes certain themes or episodes with parental warnings they can which i think is a really nice feature yeah i definitely don't think adventures in odyssey should be used as a babysitter but you also need to realize that some parents are going to do that so just taking that into consideration when they're (laughs) writing the intensity of different scenes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. well also i'm thinking sometimes some parents will go ahead and if they hear the parental warning, they might go ahead and listen to it. I think I remember hearing about uh, during the Olivia arc that some parents were concerned because their kids started doubting uh, like Olivia too during that. Oh, which is why they released the the other episodes early, the final two. Yeah, but the thing is, if the parents were concerned about that, did they not listen to the parental warning at the beginning? Because if they listened to it after the fact... And you have the parental warning, yes, the kids, most kids aren't going to do that. You didn't do that. I didn't do that. We just went ahead and listened to that. And look at us now. <laughs> yeah, we turned out fine. <laughs> Depends on who you ask. <laughs> but if parents do go ahead and listen to the episode or play it for the children without previewing it, that's kind of on them. If they, listen, if they hear the parental warning, because every episode from that series, except for Worth It, I can't remember if The Lost One, if either one of those had a parental warning on or not. I can't remember now. Part two probably should have if it didn't. But, I mean, some people may just listen to like, oh yeah, I've heard other parental warnings before, it's fine, and then they listen to it. Again, parents should be proactive in what their kids are listening, watching, reading. So even though it's a trusted entertainment source... Again, not episode is going to be the best for your kids or best for your family. You may disagree on certain views in the show. That's where 
parents really need to be, you know, listened to as a family. They say, you know, kids at your parents, it's a family show. It's not just for kids, it's for everyone to listen to. So if you're concerned about what's happening in an Odyssey, well, listen to it beforehand and talk about it with your kids or don't let them listen to you if you don't want them to. Yeah. Well, all that to say is I hope we do get more intense episodes in the future with parental warnings on them. Parental warnings are basically a blanket statement saying, hey, this episode is going to be really good. Even episodes that don't have parental warnings on them can be really good as well. So that mantra isn't quite the same anymore. I think it still holds up. And I'm I'm glad when Odyssey doesn't just stay with the normal target range because, you know, I know I'm a lot older than the target audience. And, you know, episodes that go beyond that are always fun to listen to. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun whenever we get episodes that maybe aren't designed for 8 to 12-year-olds. Exactly. All right. Well, that was a lot of fun to talk about. I've been wanting to discuss this for quite a while, and I'm glad you got to join me on the podcast to talk about it, John. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do this again sometime. Yeah, that would be great. Well, listeners, now it's your turn to continue the discussion. What did you think of our picks for episodes that needed parental warnings? Do you think we got some wrong? Do you think we missed some? Make sure to let me know. You can email me at odysseygeek at gmail.com or you can contact me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at odysseygeek. That's O-D-Y-S-E-Y-G-W-E-K. And if you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll be the first to know when new episodes come out. Make sure to visit the Odyssey Geek merch store and share this podcast with a friend in your life that you think is an Odyssey Geek as well. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.